good morning, or good afternoon, or evening, wh- wh- whatever time you're listening to. I hope you're having a good day. I, For me, it's 11.28 a.m., so that's why I said good morning. I am so excited for today. Today's my prom. I was just finishing up my notes for today's episode. Well, I'm posting it tomorrow, which would be Sunday, but... Um, I'm really excited today. I have to, I was kind of rushing to get all my notes finished and record it. And cause I have to get ready by at least, I have to like start getting ready by like 1.30 cause my friend's picking me up at 4.30. So I'm really excited for today. I have high, I, sh- I should probably lower my expectations, but I'm excited for prom. I just hope the playlist doesn't suck ass. That's all I'm scared for. I don't want... Where I live, there... What's the word? It's a very... it's mostly conservative area of the city I live in and so for the past all the like formal um dances I've been to for this school most of the playlist has been country music and so I hope the playlist is going to be a lot better. I just don't want to hear Tennessee whiskey every five minutes. So I just have hopes. I, yeah, but I'm excited and I'm also excited for today's conversation, which is about the future. So I just really want to get into it. Okay, let's just get into it. So in terms of the future, there's many ways people look at the future. There's the optimists, and with optimists, they be- I believe there's a spectrum with this. So there's going to be, yeah, that sounds, the future sounds fun. These people aren't worried. They, they don't feel like they have to worry because they have, like, this plan and set in place. They are likely to, like, not have worries about money or things that are going to get in their way they're they're comfortable and at the other end of the spectrum these people are excited enthusiastic in in all caps and these pe- these people are excited for the future they have it planned out they are likely to have big dreams and very specific plans plans to very small detail Plans like, this is going to be my job, this is going to be the place I live in, what my house will look like, this is the type of person I'm going to be with. Well, maybe not that last one, but it's it's very, they have a very detailed vision for their future. This is usually, I would put myself in this category. I I have a very specific vision for my future, so I'm really at the very end of the spectrum. And then there's the pessimists. pessimists. 
And they usually have doubts about the future. Negative thoughts. And they also probably have low expectations. And there's also a spectrum when it comes to pessimism. And there could be reasons why they could probably be struggling, struggling in school or they have, they're scared of not getting a good job. Uh, there's also that financial standpoint, thoughts like, oh, my family isn't rich, so I won't be able to go to college. And it's completely understandable why they have this mindset. And we don't all have to be optimists, but even in a world where there's a lot of negative, negative, ugh, negativity, um, I believe we shall try to have a general positive outlook for the future. And there's a lot of things that can affect our attitude towards the future. And I'm going to cover two main ones. Well, actually, there's three. Yeah, I'm going to cover three main ones. And so the first one I'm going to talk about is career. There's going to be factors that influence our attitude towards the future in terms of career. And one of those factors is money. If you grew up with kitchen table bills, if you grew up with your parents having to work from dusk till dawn, sometimes they would have to work two jobs. If you grew up having to get a job to start paying your own bills, you're likely to have a negative and doubtful outlook for the future. And these thoughts are completely valid to have. If you grew up in this situation, you're probably stressing if you're even going to continue your education after high school. You're probably thinking, how am I going to pay for my for my tuition or if you're in a time in your life where you should probably be living on your own because no 30 year old should be living with their mom you know like how are you gonna thoughts like how am I gonna pay rent how am I gonna pay my utility bills how am I going to make enough money to make a living these again perfectly valid concerns However, in the contrast, if you grew up with a two-story house surrounded by a picket fence and were able to get a car when you got your license and be able to go on yearly vacations, if you didn't have to worry about having enough money to pay for anything, your view on the future is possibly more positive. Because your parents are probably going to financially help you get started with either schooling, payments, and stuff like that, you know? So, obviously, you would have less worry. Another factor is, and this mostly applies if you're still in school, high school or college, is the anxiety of grades. Now, the school system is outdated. It hasn't changed since the Industrial Revolution, which was around 200 years ago, back in the 1800s. 
that is a long ass time ago. And to add to the list of problems, curriculums are sometimes not the best. Some curriculums don't benefit the student's learning. For example, back when we were in quarantine and education went back online, I knew a lot of people that were straight-A students. And once schools transferred to online learning, their grades plummeted. They went from A's to receiving D's and F's. And it was not their fault. It just shows that certain people learn differently in different environments. Some people are hands-on learners. Some people are visual learners. And some prefer to have a paper with step-by-step instructions. And everyone's different. It doesn't mean you're a bad student. And so if you have really bad grades, you're probably in the mindset of, how am I going to get a job if my GPA is absolutely horrific? How am I going to be expected to go... How am I, How am I going to be accepted, not expected, accepted to the school that I want to go to. And again, perfectly valid concerns. So this would be my advice in trying to have a more positive mindset in terms on your career. Try to find what makes you happy. Hobbies that make you happy. If that's art, if that's science, if it's, if it's music, if that's dancing, if that's spending time with animals or your pets, whatever it may be, find, how, find out how that hobby can turn into to a job. So, for example, if you like to dance, maybe you, become, you can become a dancer or a dance teacher. If you like spending time with animals, maybe you can become a veterinarian or an animal trainer or dedicate your life to studying animals. And my second piece of advice would be take advantage of your education. Now, you're you're probably thinking, Daniela, you I'm already struggling in school and you just said the school system is trash. Why are you telling me to take my education more seriously? You sound like a hypocrite. Well, yes. I com- Yes, the school system is shit. However, school s- education isn't restricted just to include math, science, history, and English. Education doesn't have to mean knowing what the quadratic formula is. Education doesn't mean knowing what the two elements that make up sodium. Education can mean how can I create and write a song. It can mean how do I make a gluten-free cake. We live in a time that we have so much access to technology that we can learn to do most almost anything we want. So don't take education for granted and it doesn't just have to mean going to school it can just learning a new skill 
education is a commodity that I feel like it should never be taken for granted. And moving on to the second factor, which is relationships. From a teenager's perspective, you don't usually get an immense pressure to be in a relationship unless you're in a situation where you're, all your friends are in a relationship, a relationship. You see them holding hands all the time. You hear about them going on dates. You see their cute little Instagram posts for each other. Shit like that. I'm sorry. I, I'm, no. <laughs> it, cr- it cringes me out for that stuff. Um, those moments that they have will sometimes create the urge to want a relationship which then leads to a pressure for you to get into a relationship. And even if it's not peer pressure, maybe you do want a relationship. Either way, don't rush yourself into one. Let's look at it this way. Let's say you really, but like really want a car. So you go on Google, you get out your laptop, you go on Google and type in cars for sale and press enter let it load for a while and then you decide to buy the first car that you see let's just the first one on craigslist don't know anything about it right that is a wrong move you don't know you don't know what you just bought you don't know if you're getting ripped off you don't know if that car has past history of crashes you don't know if if it has mechanical problems you don't know if it's falling apart just like a relationship you wouldn't just get into a relationship with just anyone just like you wouldn't just buy any car but also from a standpoint from someone that's in their 20s or older I have heard that some people once they reach a certain age in their 20s or early 30s, if they aren't in a relationship, they start to panic and worry that they're running out of time to get into a long-term relationship that's going to last and worry that they're not going to be young enough to have kids. Not everyone has this worry, but there are individuals that have to conquer this feeling. First off, life has its timing. Things will happen to you at a certain time for a certain reason. Whether you lose someone or something traumatic happens to you or you you just experience one of the happiest moments of your life, whatever it may be. Everything has its divine timing. Which leads me to go to the second point. Don't rush to find someone. Love doesn't come to you if you're actively looking for it. It comes to you when you're ready and you're not expecting it. Also, when you're in a relationship, if when you rush into a relationship, your connection with somebody can be forced. It's better to know someone that you had an instant connection with 
or every time you like you're around someone your connection grows it's better to have a con- to be with someone that you have to force a connection because those relationships are 100% better than a forced connection all we have to do is just have a little patience till we just meet the right person and you know what they say patience is a virtue so and then finally I'm going to talk about morality I think the fact that we're all going to die someday is already anxiety inducing also the back of your mind thought that you're constantly losing time I think it was last week which was Easter my um I was having dinner with my family and then I don't know what we were talking about we we're talking about like time and aging right and then my dad says he doesn't my dad mentioned that he doesn't like wearing a watch cuz you know the hand the second hand where it's constantly moving he he doesn't like looking at that cuz it reminds him that he's every second he just lost every second that goes by he just lost a second of his life and that was really sad to me which it's really I never thought about it like that that every time that hand moves you just lost a second of your life and you you can't have that back and th- with that it kind of creates a panic that we have to do everything and anything now now for morality this is my view I know from now on time for me is only going to go faster and fi- faster. For example, high school. I'm going to be a senior starting September. And I'm going to turn 18 in November. I'm going to be a legal adult. And it feels like I just started high school. 4 years like that gone it feels like it's been just a couple months of this year I'm still like mentally I think school-wise I'm in December but no my AP U.S. history exam is in less than a month which means I should probably be studying but I haven't so I'm gonna probably do that later but that's just how it's crazy to me how fast time keeps getting faster and so I don't want to die regretting not doing things that I wish I should have done so what so what I do is I'm always gonna take risks and do the things I want to do and I'm gonna tell a story on how in how I live by this so (laughs) Some of you may know that I snowboard. I love snowboarding. I I've been doing it for what, 4 years now? 4 or 5? No, 4. Yeah. And my school had a snowboarding club. So I joined it. It was 
it started at the beginning of this year, January, ended until the the first week of March. And so every Thursday, we got on a bus and we went up and just went up to snowboard or ski if you were a skier. And it was all recreational, so we could be anywhere on the resort. We could be on the trails or the lodge if you wanted to. And so this story takes place in the ski resort lodge. This was probably mid-February. Mid-February? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. It was mid-February. So my friend and I were in the lodge. We were we were eating, and, and also we were, we were tired. I think also that day, I think it, it kind of sucked. It was, I think it was, like, really icy. And snowboarding on, like, very icy terrain, it just it sucks ass, dude. I can't. It's horrible. And so we were in the lodge kind of just hanging out. And so we were sitting on the chairs and out of where we were with the the location we were sitting is like everybody's walking through there. It's connected to like the office and the like the restaurant. So everybody's kind of moving there. And so I'm sitting with my friend and out of the corner of my eye. (laughs) Oh, God, can't believe I'm telling this story, but. Out of the corner of my eye, I see this guy, and he was kind of cute. He looked my age. He was kind of cute. He was my type. He had, like, long hair, had nice features, and I noticed that he was a skier. First of all, I don't know why I went for a skier. <laughs> uh, my type's more a snowboarding type dude, but, you know. And he was standing at a table putting his gear away. It was around like 8, 8.30. The resort, I think, it closes at 9. So he was. it looked like he was getting ready to leave. And I'm sitting there in my chair looking at him, just kind of checking him out. And I turn to my friend and I tell her, Hey, that you see that dude over there? He's cute. And I, want, I said to her, I wanted to go get his snap. Then she turns to me and she said, you should go. You should go get a snap. And I, I'm hesitant to do it because I have, like, social anxiety. But she says to me, I'll give you a dollar if you do it. And I remember thinking in the back of my head, life is just life. You probably won't see him ever again. You know he won't go to your school. It's not that big of a deal. Just go up to him. And also that pressure of a dollar, you know, like, a dollar so I did I <laughs> I I got up from the chair and I walked to him right before he left he was like zipping up his backpack the last zip before he was gonna go and so I walked up to him and I said hey I thought you were cute and I was wondering if I could get your snap and he did <laughs> he did give it to me and After that, I mean, we only exchanged one or two texts before he left me on red. I mean, bitch. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not, (laughs) I don't think about it. But not only did I get a dollar out of it, I don't have the fear in the future. I'm not going to have that fear in the future regretting asking for that guy's number or Snapchat. 
because it was a win-win for me. I got the confidence to go up to him and I got a dollar. It's a win-win, his loss. So the moral of the story is if you want to do something, do it. Because we're all going to die someday. Just do it. And recently, I've been saying, like, my go-to saying recently has been, do it for the plot. Do it for the plot. My friend, every time she wants to do something but she's hesitant, I just tell her, do it for the plot. And she'll go do it. (laughs) That's just our thing we have now. And... I'm not in any way, shape, or form encouraging illegal activity for your little storyline. I when I mean when I say do it for the plot, I do not mean go and commit a crime. I, that's not what I'm saying. I am encouraging people to get out of their comfort zone because we are on a spinning floating rock called planet earth right and we are all ticking time bombs so do whatever makes you happy do whatever the fuck you want because in a way also build your legacy this podcast that i i'm making it's something that makes me happy and it's building my legacy i want to be able to die and say, yeah, I, I did this, I did this, or I had like a nice life. I had a good life. I did all this stuff and I wasn't scared of doing it. And I'm just 17. So I'm kind of just getting started, which is crazy. So do whatever what, do whatever the fuck you want. If you, if I can do it, you can do it. And I enjoyed this conversation so much. And I hope you guys did too. And I'll be back next week for another one. And thank you. I feel like I don't say enough. But thank you for everyone that ever listens to my podcast that downloads it. To people at school that mention it. You guys are like the sweetest people ever. And so I thank you for that. And I'll be back next week for another one.